This is Tim DeRuder, head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. And welcome back to Week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. Fresno State coming off a 31-3 home win over Sacramento State in Week 2. Improving to 1-1 one and one on the year. Head coach Tim DeRuder now in his fifth season leading this Bulldog football program. And he joins us right now. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Coach, I know reading some of your comments after the game, you were pleased to get the win, but not exactly thrilled with your team's execution. After watching the film, what did you take away as the good from that win on Saturday? Well, of course, winning the game is is good and and responding in the fourth quarter the way you're supposed to. But uh, there's a lot of things we have to clean up execution-wise. I thought uh, defensively, our, our guys played with passion and, and, and played well the whole game. Uh, you know, we forced 13 punts. I think they only had two offensive plays uh, past the 50-yard line. Um, you know, we were they were 3 of 16 on third down, so our, our guys were doing a good job getting off the field, and we created a couple takeaways with interceptions by Tyquan Glass and uh, Jamal Ellis. Um, and, I, and I thought special teams-wise, I mean, we covered kicks really, really well. Uh, uh, the three kickoffs that, that got returned, I think uh, they only had 14 yards per return. And then, uh, uh, you know, putting them inside the 26 times was, was, was a nice job by, by our punter. Uh, but offensively, we just didn't execute uh, the, the way we need to. Uh, we finally did in the fourth quarter. And like I said, it was it was good to see our guys respond in that fourth quarter you know, and finish the way we're supposed to. Yeah, like week one in Nebraska, this game with Sacramento State close at half. This time around, you mentioned that fourth quarter. You guys really turned it up. What was the difference this week? Well, the difference was we, we, you know, we just blocked and executed, you know, basic offense better. We took advantage of some field position. Our defense created some uh, takeaways, and and uh, uh, the offense, you know, had some momentum from those and went down the field and scored. And uh, we weren't calling any different plays. We just executed them better. Chase on Virgil, he throws for a career-best 274, a couple of touchdowns in the win. How is Virgil acquitting himself as the starter now in his redshirt freshman season? He's doing a nice job. Uh, he did a nice job on Saturday, but there's probably a handful of plays that he wishes he had back. He uh, missed a couple of open guys that, that we, you know, we expect him to hit you know 90% of the time. and uh, uh, He'll learn from it. He's got to do a better job with his mechanics, getting his feet set, and you know, going through his progression. But he's, he's doing a really nice job leading the offense, playing with great poise, particularly for a freshman. And uh, we're excited about our future with him. He was critical of himself in his comments after the game. Is that something you take as a positive, that mentality of we can always get better? Absolutely. That's, that's the way he's coached, and that's the way he's kind of hardwired. He knows uh, even when he plays well, he's got he's to improve. Uh, and, and there's certainly a lot of room for improvement from, from Saturday. You know, after the game, you said your team is still a work in progress offensively, and you talked about it in this interview as well. Uh, but is some of that just adjustment with a new offensive coordinator in Eric Kiasaw and maybe some of the tweaks that he brings? Well, certainly. You know, it, it's a, it may look similar uh, from the outside because it's a spread system, but the, the terminology is all different. Uh, you know, talk with Coach Kiasaw. Uh, you know, we're putting a lot of uh, things on our, our players' plates, and, you know, we didn't execute as well as we need to. So we may, you know, need to adjust that, and that, that's what these early games are for, is figuring out what our guys can and can't do 
finding out who our playmakers are and how much can our guys handle. And so we're still kind of going through that process right now. Let's talk a little bit more about the defensive side of the football. You hold Sacramento State to 185 total yards. You mentioned Glass and Ellis both coming up with big interceptions. Overall, and having watched the film, how did you evaluate the play on that side of the ball? Well, I, I thought overall we played well. Uh, we've got to tackle better. We, we missed you know far too many tackles. Uh, but we're getting great effort from our guys. We're playing fast and getting multiple guys to the ball. So if the first guy misses, it's not much of a gain afterwards until the second and third guy get there. Uh, when you do that, you can play pretty good defense. Uh, uh, except for about one play, I thought our eye discipline was was uh, pretty good. Uh, we, we let a guy get behind us uh, coming off, and uh, you know, but they had a I think a forty yard or so chunk play, and then uh, we made them kick after that. So. You know, when, when you can respond after someone gets an explosive play and make, make them kick, that's, it's a good sign for your defense. New defensive coordinator as well this season, Lorenzo Ward, coming in. What does he bring to your defense, both schematically and in terms of attitude? Well, schematically, we're not changing a, a ton. Uh, it's more his presence. Uh, he does a terrific job in the secondary. Uh, you know, he, he, being in the SEC the last seven years and at Virginia Tech for seven years and, and coach for the Raiders, he brings a gravitas to our sideline and, and uh, a respect from our players that, that he's been around at the big-time places and, and knows what he's talking about. And our, our, He's done a great job of developing relationships with our players where they know he's coaching for them, uh, not at them. And uh, he, he truly loves our players, and they love playing for him, and it's reflected in how they're playing. Much more with Tim DeRuder after this timeout, including a conversation about the maturation process for his young roster at Fresno State. That's next here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Matt Wells, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other teams' fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. Hey man, don't just sit there. The Mountain West Championship's coming. All 22 teams in action at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to vmw.com slash 2017 for tickets. Tell them the King sent you. The Mountain West Basketball Championships, March 6th through the 11th at the Thomas & Mack Center in Las Vegas. Run to get your seats before they sell out. Sellouts? I love sellouts, baby. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. There's a force in the West, an attitude unlike any other, a belief that says, let's do this, a shared commitment to academics, leadership, and community service, a bond uniting 11 teams in history, rivalry, and competition. There is a force in the West. We call it the Mountain West. The Mountain West, champions in life. To find out more, visit us at themw.com. This is it. A 14-week pulse-pounding thrill ride of a season has just one final chapter. The 2016 Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. The Mountain West two best teams collide in a 60-minute showdown to crown a champion. Don't miss your chance to see it live. 
Get your tickets now at TheMW.com. The Mountain West Football Championship, Saturday, December 3rd. Work all year to get here. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Continuing our conversation here on the Week 3 edition of This Week in the Mountain West with Tim DeRuder. Fresno State coming off a 31-3 home win over Sacramento State in Week 2 as they get set to go on the road to Toledo this week. Uh, Coach, you had to play so many freshmen last season, and while that made for a steep learning curve and a tough year, do you feel like you're reaping some of those benefits now through camp and through the first two weeks of the season? Uh, certainly, you know when guys like Jameer Jordan played as a you know freshman last year, uh, Nella Otokolo, Keyshawn Johnson had a heck of a game the other night. You know played you know as, a bunch as a freshman a year ago. Uh, those guys are going to be really good football players. You know, unfortunate thing last year was they had to play all the time as opposed to you know being role guys just because of where we were injury wise. But uh, I'm excited about the future. We've got some talented guys that are just starting to scratch the surface. Has there been a pleasant surprise on your roster so far, either from an individual standpoint or from a position group? Well, uh, you know, with the exception of, of a few plays last week, I thought our offensive line has played really well at Nebraska. Uh, we got better as the game went on uh, against uh, Sacramento State. Uh, you know, there was a lot of questions in that group coming in, and I think they're starting to, to play well. We knew our receivers were going to be a strength of the team, and they've shown that. Um, we all knew Chasen was going to be a really good player, and you know we still got to remind ourselves that he's just a redshirt freshman, uh, even though he's been here since since January of, of fifteen. Um, but he's you know going to do some good things, and, and you know, he's going to make some freshman mistakes as well. But uh, really happy on on that side, and defensively, I just think our guys are playing very very fast. We got to create some more takeaways, but they're, they're playing fast. And coach, with that win, uh, your home record at Bulldog Stadium now twenty and six. There's a passionate fan base there in Fresno, the Red Wave. How do you describe the atmosphere in that stadium when things are really going well? Well, I'll tell you, we're really, really fortunate here. Uh, you know, the, the Red Wave, who we play for in our student section, uh, they they pack the place and they expect a brand of football to be played with passion and physicality and. Uh, they really raise the level of our players. They they get in there and there's electricity in the stadium. And you know, I came here, you know, from Texas A&M, and uh, the way the community supports our, our our program is very similar to College Station, where we're the only game in town. You know, there's no pro sports here. Uh, you you got uh, Bakersfield two hours to the south, the Sacramento a couple hours to the north, and that whole stretch of 99, you see red. You know, people are Bulldog fans, and, and a bunch of them come on Saturday nights to make it a great environment. Coach, at this stage of your career, you've been to so many different places. You have so many people along the way that helped you to develop to be the kind of coach that you are. You played for Fisher DeBerry at Air Force. You began your coaching career on his staff. What in particular have you carried with you that you learned from Coach DeBerry? Oh, God, there's there's a ton of things. Uh, the biggest thing probably just just the passion for, for competitiveness, uh, and passion for caring about the players. Um, you know, he didn't just care about you as a football player. He wanted you to be the best person on and off the field. Uh, he was he was concerned about you spiritually as as well as educationally and athletically. And uh, you know, he was a guy that was a, just a tremendous role model and uh, somebody I, I owe a ton to. 
Speaking of going back to your past, big road trip this week as you go back to the Mid-American Conference as you guys will take on Toledo. Now, the Rockets have been piling up yardage and points here in the early going. Uh, Logan Woodside already seven touchdown passes. What are some of the keys to slowing that team down? Well, you, you, you've got you've got to limit the explosive plays. They've done a terrific job of spreading the field, uh, running sideline to sideline, and, 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 and using a vertical game with the receivers that are that are you know and, and they're balanced. So you can't just take away the passing game because they're running the ball for almost 200 yards a game, and, and they've got a couple terrific backs. So you, you've got to be able to get lined up against their up tempo stuff, and, and you've got to get them off off schedule. Uh, by you know forcing some incompletions and, and getting some negative yards plays uh, in the run game. Coach, I know it's early on. You guys will open up conference play, though, coming up on October 1st on the road at UNLV. As you take a look at your division and really the entire conference, what is standing out to you about the Mountain West Conference in 2016? Well, I, I think there's no, no surprise that uh, San Diego State and Boise are, are, are pretty good football teams so far this year. Um, you know, Wyoming, I thought, played very impressively, beating Northern Illinois and, and, and playing uh, Nebraska on the road very, very well for, for quite a while until they turned the ball over. Um, you know, the rest of our division, I think UNLV is, is greatly improved. They, they look like they're playing with a ton of confidence and, and ability. Um, you know, the, the, the Wolfpack at, at Nevada, uh, I think they're a little bit like us. You know, they've got a new offensive coordinator, so they're still searching a little bit, but they're, you know, you got a returning quarterback, you know, a starting quarterback, so they're going to be strong. Uh, I think it's going to be a very deep league. Uh, Air Force certainly is is looking really good right now at two and zero, and and uh, it'll be an interesting game with them in Utah State this weekend. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Fresno State coming off win number one. They beat Sacramento State thirty-one to three in week two. Now one and one on the year. Tim DeRuiter uh, getting ready to take his team on the road to Toledo this week. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on the victory and best of luck this week. Appreciate it and thanks for having me on. Go dogs. We'll run through the week three schedule of games around the Mountain West after these words from your local station. This is Brian Pullian, head coach of the Nevada Wolfpack. We'll be right back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. 